3: So I actually just remembered Jason Mraz was the thing for me for a oh, minute. What? I'm sad to admit that I was hot for him for a second. Wow. Yeah. No, I'm actually- No, 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 hold. no. Please do not do me wrong. Okay. <laughs>
0: oh, he, oh, I mean, he's not, he's
3: cute. And I'm not talking about the fedora pictures.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I pulled up the wrong reference. <laughs> he's only I said fedora. I do me right. Welcome, everyone, to, what, the second episode of Girls Central! Wow, wow.
4: Like, literally. Um, we're so excited to be here with Joy Sunday. Oh, my goodness. I'm so excited to be here with the Millers. In the flesh. Let's just introduce ourselves.
0: Let's go ahead and do it. Before, Before Am- we forget, I'm Amanda. <laughs> I'm Amber. Um, we're sisters. We're sisters famously known for forgetting to introduce ourselves. (laughs) And
4: this is Fangirl Central, (laughs) the show where we ask the question, how was being a fangirl central to your
3: identity? Yes. Wow, mm-hmm. we and love a title that it's tied in. That, yes,
4: mm-hmm. we're here with Joy, and you might know her from Wednesday. If she you plays. Don't get on Netflix, Bianca Barclay. A little bit of backstory: We went to USC together. We did. We did. How did you? <laughs> <laughs> wow, <laughs> I'm so proud of both of you. We are survivors of PWIs. You were in one of my first short films.
0: Yes, um, very was... proudly with Joy of Fodou.
4: It with Joy Fodou the joy squared joy one squared one of my
0: favorite short films of sister amanda one of my favorites you, I, I will watch it on a all call day. each other
3: sister amanda sister
0: amber i'm down and i i'm always, gonna start I already calling you on do. That.
3: <laughs> amber already
4: calls me sister when you graduated usc did you foresee your first breakout role being so fandom forward
3: no um i didn't foresee my first breakout role at all mm. and in fact it's funny to think of this role being a breakout somebody else said that to me today and i was like oh i realize that's what people think of this girl because wow. i've been i've been working yeah you know since i graduated so it doesn't feel like a breakout in that way where it's
0: mm-hmm. like oh she was she came out her mother's room a star mm-hmm. like i had to work my way towards yes it, so. as a Fangirl. I've noticed that a lot of people, like with fandoms, mm-hmm. in interviews with a question like, "Did like how is how what's your reaction to this being your break role?" They'll say the exact thing that they're like, "I wasn't thinking about it. And I didn't know that this was what that was." <laughs> and I think as soon as you get that question asked, that honestly might be. They'll also ask like, "What was the moment that you realized?" And I'm like, "They probably just realized just, when you asked the Exactly. Question. I just
3: realized that with this meeting I had today. I was like, "Oh, I guess." It's I mean, that's cute. Yeah. You know where those girls end up. So
4: <laughs> it- <laughs> yes, it is. You've been consistently working and I've been seeing you and you've been working in front of and behind the cameras. Mm-hmm. So it is fun to see it coalesce, especially I have to get my socks. Oh my goodness. Oop. I'm so sorry. I have to get my <laughs> socks in view. I'm wearing <laughs>
3: So my we're wearing, plain we're, ass socks. We're
4: wearing... St- wow, I didn't get the pair. We're getting... St- I oh, really didn't get the memo. Y'all have it on matching the feet, guess the too. You should have gotten the guess the pair. <laughs> wow. I first started wanting to be a filmmaker because I watched Tim Burton movies. Mm. And I watched Nightmare for Christmas over and over and over again. And I was like, the style, the darkness. I'm emo. I'm 13. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's really speaking to me. But I... Like identified with Jack Skellington because he was like this very sad, tortured artist who didn't feel like himself. Mm. But I didn't see people that looked like me, and so I told you this when you booked the role. I was like, if I was thirteen, I would be obsessed with you. Mm. Like you have to know that this is what's going to happen. That's true. Wow. Do you like? (laughs)
3: Whoa! (laughs) What a loaded.
4: You can't, you can't, like, I understand you cannot internalize that. You can't
3: conceive of it at all. Mm-mm. There was one video of this girl who cosplayed Bianca. Oh and that God. was pretty wild. Because I was like, I know me as a 13-year-old did not have anybody I could cosplay. Besides Jackie from Cyber Chase. Mm-hmm. That was who I was holding on to. Mm-hmm. But otherwise, there's nobody like me. Mm-hmm. So that was really, really cool. Because, yeah. I, you know, it was just yeah awesome Surreal. that's like surreal and it's been really lovely i've had a lot of friends who are like oh my niece is obsessed with you or like really loves you and and it's it's just so nice to connect with them and Mm -hmm. i don't know that i even realize how big of a deal it is because it never happened to me right like on the you mean like reverse Mm -hmm. like Like i never got to grow up up with that kind of example yeah largely Yeah. yeah yeah
4: that i mean it makes sense like like, us as fangirls, we ha- you just kind of have to, like, cling on to anything that you can try to see yourself in. Mm-hmm. Like, for example, Miley Cyrus sitting right next to you. Like, she was from Tennessee. We were from Tennessee. So, we
0: were like, oh, like, that bitch is me.
4: Mm-hmm. But she's not. <laughs> <Nothing> like <it. laughs>
0: This generation has you. Which is
3: wild. To
0: think. Like, honestly. Think it's really crazy.
3: <laughs> this might be the moment I'm realizing No, take a
0: moment. <laughs> Wait, now because pick, let's take... Really and truly. Let's take
4: a moment because... We go to Comic Con every year. We could see people dressed as you there. I
0: probably gonna be there this year. Ooh, you're probably gonna get stopped. Yeah. By you all know. ages.
4: Cause that's like the center of fandom. When Wednesday dropped, it was like
0: they took it and they accepted it, and then that's it. They said they said, everyone watch we, it now. Yeah. yeah. They, they, they said, said <laughs> we identify with this. Yeah. For some reason, this is now our escapism. Yeah. And once a teen, once that age refines that that's all that that's, they have like tunnel vision on it. It's like getting them through whatever they're going through at the time. How was being a fangirl central to your identity? Like how did it affect you psychologically? Or what maybe was,
4: affect like what you wanted to do
0: with your life. And it could be a range of things. It could be, it doesn't even have to be a TV show. It could be yeah. anything that you just connected to and use as escapism.
3: I know exactly what I connected to now that I know it doesn't have to be TV. Mm. Um, I really connected with music growing Mm up and it was funny because I actually like you guys grew up in a really Christian like environment and Mm -hmm. my parents wouldn't allow me to watch a lot of things or listen to a lot of secular music. Mm -hmm. And so I grew up, um, going to Yahoo and they used to have a radio feature and you could listen to different genres and I would often listen to the gospel and R and B gospel Oh. arena and so I grew up with like a lot of that but also a lot of African Christian versions of secular songs that I would only find out 12 years later had secular versions wow. of them so the only way I'm familiar with Bob Marley's sound is through like versions of songs
0: okay that is so <laughs> interesting
3: that and is, so wow. I grew up with I didn't grow up with no woman no cry I grew up with no Jesus no life oh.
0: Okay.
2: Oh, like, so, wow.
3: And so, but it was still like, it was so major for me. I mean, the music was still good. Yeah. I was listening to Mary Mary, who it, their producer is Dark Child, who's also producing like all the girls. Yeah. Mariah, Brandy. So they like, had, they, I was hearing the sound, but I couldn't connect it. But I was still like, this is so good. Like oh listening dear. back to back. So then I'm listening to Brandy as an adult. And I'm like, why? I texted my sister like why didn't you let me know who Brandy was <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> because wow. I could have been like I wanted to be a pop star when I was younger yeah. but then when I was like I don't want to be Christian it kind of went and away it was connected
4: to that wow so when did music unlink from Christianity
3: then? when I was like Maybe nine, ten. Okay, 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 so yeah, what okay, happened okay. was my family's been in the same church for years, mm-hmm. And the pastor's daughter one day just gave me her iPod. I was getting to middle school. She gave me her iPod. What version And was she was it? like, like the... Um, the Nano? Not the Nano, that but it was uh, the skinny one. Okay. Yeah. So she gave the me her one. iPod. <laughs> and she was like, yeah, like you can just, you can borrow this for some time. And I was like, really? And she was like, yeah. And so I borrowed it and it had... Like, switch oh, Switchfoot. Oh, okay, okay those are Christians. Also had Tupac. <laughs> okay. there's a like, down. some other ones. And so that was my sneaky way of getting to listen to secular music. Mm. And that's how I kind of, I weirdly got into Tupac and Portishead at the same time, kind of. Mm. And it was not because of her, but. The iPod was, like, that center. And that's how I got into secular music because then it was, like, Tupac and it was, like, the other side of, you know, Reliant K. Yes. Um, (laughs) I would say I was pretty passionate about Reliant K, actually, at some point. I still know a lot of their songs, but Mary Mary was really, like, formative for me Mm -hmm. um, in terms of soul and just... That's a lot of the R&B that I like now very much is reminiscent of that Yeah, I would drive to church with like the choir leader or whatever and my brother, because their brother played bass. And so I wouldn't be traveling with my parents. So they would play music in the car and they'd be like, okay, like, what do you want to listen to? And I'd be like, Mary, Mary. <laughs> and they got so tired of it. <laughs> but I could listen to them anytime, and I still do from time to time, I'm like, let me listen to some Mary Mary. I could still sing all the songs, do all the ad-libs, all of them.
0: That's that The ad-libs are <laughs> a That's huge it. thing.
3: Mm-hmm.
4: Yeah. yeah. Ad-libs are a huge thing about being a fangirl. Sometimes I will only I will only sing the ad-libs in a song, and Wait, people will be like, same. what song are you singing? This is not what's going on. Are you <laughs> like, making something what up? What are you and doing? Like, listen to Ooh. the background. Listen to her. Right, listen to the, the exactly, bottom
3: track. Whatever's exactly. not on the top layer. I think a Mary Mary song was what I was listening to when I first realized that music had layers mm-hmm. when I was in middle school. And I remember, wow. like because I was listening to went- it a lot. And then I was <laughs> realizing, oh, I'm hearing this different sound that isn't very forward. Mm-hmm. And that's really when I got really passionate about music. Because I was like, oh, my God like, it's
4: doing so much more than I realize. It's a soundscape. Like it's, it's yeah. painting a picture in your
0: mind.
3: Mm-hmm. Oh, like, and then of course, all the imagination that was going with it. So the music videos, the music videos in my head, girl. Okay. That's wow. where I was first starring. Yes. That's where the work began. <laughs> that's how you know
0: that's how you knew so you that's were how starring
3: you in your own music, <laughs> music videos. videos but they weren't necessarily even music videos honestly they were live performance art like that's what it was in my head yes. it wasn't music videos it was like live performances like you I were choreographing
0: the whole thing yeah the stage production and it
3: wasn't only necessarily me i would have like choirs and mm-hmm. shit
4: the background dancers that's and a- so important because it is such a
3: community-based Yeah. Visualize I mean, also considering that I grew up wanting to be a pop star, that's probably also why. Mm -hmm. So I don't know if you know Stacy Rico. Yes. Also my girl. Yeah. (laughs) Now I need to. Now hold on
4: a minute. Let me see if I have some of her on my own iPod. (laughs) Do a little and I and I famously call my phone my iPod still. (laughs) Like, what do you mean your iPod? (laughs) Because (laughs) because when she goes to Apple Music? (laughs) Because I use Apple Music. Yeah, I have Stacey, I've stuck. By her oh my on my phone. And I was obsessed with this song for like. Stacey Rico wait, 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 is that girl. It was
3: her and JoJo for me growing up.
4: JoJo is so important.
0: Did you love Aquamarine? I think I knew this song too. No. Did you, have you seen it?
3: Probably not. What
0: about Sky Sweetenum? Is that even the same genre? Tell me. No? Mm.
3: Do you know Barlow Girl? I don't know. No. Mm. Oh, okay. Barlow I'm, I'm getting deep. I'm getting deep.
0: This is a segment
4: of like fangirl culture uh, mm. with like being obsessed with random pop girls yes. that are not remembered by history.
0: Right. Okay. Yes. And that's mm. something that mm. that's really true. Everyone will have a niche thing that people will be like, remember this? And people are like, oh my God, you just pulled something from the depths the depth of, of my brain, yeah. memory, my brain. But then you'll have them also putting on something that we ha- all have like huge memory of or access to like a random Like the that's a Raven theme song. And Mm -hmm. they're like, Y'all remember this? Or the Proud Family theme song? Or the Proud Family and I'm it's like, Yes we remember this. (laughs) It's on Disney Plus. (laughs) It's everywhere
4: now. It's not Hard to get to now. Well, but yes, Sky Sweetenham is something of the recesses of the mind. Stacey or Rico? I never said her name out loud because I didn't have mm-hmm. a community
3: to listen to Oh, I didn't either. Wear. But it was, she was the only like pop girl that could really listen to. Mm-hmm. And I remember one time I was playing this song and my sister like peeks over from a computer. She's like, I don't like these lyrics. Oh. <laughs> oh, <laughs> were <laughs> they too secular? Words? I think it was like some song. I forget what song it was, but Yeah, it was just, like, slightly about love.
4: Mm. Oh, no, 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 no. Yeah. We can't Mm. have that in the house of the Lord. No, not in the house. (laughs) Wow. Like, what denomination, Christian?
3: Yeah. African. Okay. Okay. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) We were in the Church of Christ. Oh, yeah. Which is,
4: like, we take everything the Bible says literally, Mm -hmm. and it's, like, we think all other Christians are stupid for not taking the Bible literally. And so it was very extreme. Um, and so I feel the same. Like it wasn't the same with secular music, but it was like if I hear Ashley Tisdale talk about getting with a guy at night, I'm scandalized.
0: We saw hairspray and and Zach Efron said, uh, kiss my ass in the movie. And we were we after the movie, I said, Amanda, it's okay because I don't think he curses in real life. And then Amanda <laughs> responded and she goes, Amber, I have to tell you something. I was reading this <gasps> interview, and he actually did say, and I can't even remember what the like jam shit. Damn shit. <laughs> it was sh- He actually did say shit in the interview, interview. And it was, it was really, it was really him talking. It was like, and so we really had a moment together where we were like, <laughs> Zac Efron curses. And like, but you got to listen to Zac Ephron. <laughs> yeah, we got to listen to. But it was like for us, like we felt morally wrong. We were like, but we love him and he curses. And he's against our morals. Oh my gosh. We had to get over it because he was so (laughs) handsome.
3: Mm -hmm.
4: (laughs) Did you have any celebrity crushes that you were obsessed with?
3: So I I didn't prepare this, but I tried to think about it. And I don't know that I was ever obsessed. I think my two crushes that I could think of when I was younger, because mind you, I didn't get to watch BET Mm -hmm. or like, you know, a lot. So I didn't get, I wasn't very exposed to a lot of black actors either. Mm Mm-hmm. But I knew Disney was telling me something I didn't want. I was like <laughs> He's so, so <laughs> yeah. this is fishy. Yeah. I'm not really into Corey? these blonde boys. I'm <laughs> The Blonde Boys not. are Corey. And uh what's his face? Jesse um uh, M- McCartney? Jesse McCartney. McCartney It was a moment because I was like, ooh, the song sounds cute. But mm-hmm. then I was like, no, it's not really working <laughs> wow. for me. So my my the only ones I could think of um were Christian Bale. I oh. had a Christian Bale phase too. And then Aragorn from Lord of the Rings. He's hot too. And so they're both like dark-haired brooding
4: okay. people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. That was my type as so. well. I, it was like the bad
3: boy. I think, uh-huh.
0: I think, I think,
3: no, Vigo isn't from Wales, but like they're both in the same <gasps> genre of mm-hmm. European. He could probably in so. a Welsh so. Dark, tall
0: and handsome where it's like just a yeah. white guy with Italian features. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I, what made you say Christian
4: Bale is for me? Because for me, it was Christopher Nolan movies. Not Batman. Mm. Like, I wasn't attracted to him in Batman, but I loved him in, like, The Prestige.
3: Yes. For me, American I think I Psycho. watched... I think I watched... He was the only actor that I knew was a child actor, I think. So I saw him in the Newsies as well. Yeah, I love I've Newsies. I've seen the Newsies. Um, and I watched American Psycho way too early. But I was Same. just like, oh, it's Edge. Mm-hmm. You know? Like, love it. Absolutely. And he was it was real acting. So, mm-hmm. yeah, The Prestige. Yeah, Yeah. <laughs> Didn't have a... Clue who Hugh Jackman was, but right, I was there for Christian, so
0: yeah, Hugh Jackman was cute too. Hugh Jackman came to me in a very late point in life, and what I mean I'm not by sure that, when you say he
3: came up to you in person.
0: Oh no, 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 no. no. <laughs> but I, I didn't start caring about Hugh Jackman until The Greatest Showman, yeah. and it was only for that month, and then it left. Wow, you know what? I was really into men who could
3: sing. Mm-hmm. That was a thing for me, so I actually just remembered Jason Mraz was a thing for me for oh, a minute. What? Yeah. Ah, ooh, what, that what is that
0: is... <laughs> Was a song that is
4: what that is blowing my mind right now. What I can't even
0: because picture. Jason I don't even around. know what that man looks like. Right. I can't picture him at all. I can I can think of that song.
3: I, I'm sad to admit that I was hot for him for a second. Wow. Yeah. No, I'm actually no 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 vote. no Please do not do me wrong. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> this
0: right. He's safe. I
3: can't space. vouch for him. This is
0: the now. safest face. You go.
4: You might not be able to, to vouch for him now, but it's
3: okay. No, it's okay <laughs> because
0: I know that he had hit songs, and if, if okay, could because sing the thing is, the time he could, and it's all. Always well, I
3: don't okay. actually even. All I have right. to really look back because can he really sing? Well, who knows? Well, can I tell you something about his lyrics? His lyrics, his lyrics, his lyrics, lyrics though. Did. For a second, yeah, but like that was a manufactured, you know, path. <laughs> that was a beaten path for you. I did not have a beaten path for Jason You're right. Nobody Enjoy. else was listening to this. You're right. <laughs> did you? <see laughs> <it>? I didn't. Told- <laughs> it was. It was the lyrics. The,
4: uh, it was the lyrics. Are you talking about? Well, you done done me
3: in your bed. I felt
4: it. Is that what okay. you know? Well, yes,
3: but he has other songs that I was like,
4: you know, okay, I really liked it.
0: Like, well, he he kind of looks like. Let me look at that him. Coldplay boy.
4: Chris Martin.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: No, he don't. Oh, he, oh, I mean, he's not. He's cute. And I'm not
3: talking about the fedora pictures.
0: <laughs> I pulled up the wrong reference. He's only wearing fedora. right. He's well, not here, wearing it. There's, there he,
4: there's no pictures of him not wearing fedora. OK,
0: but also,
3: if you look at that picture, don't he look a little bit like Christian Bale? So, tell yeah. me I didn't have a through line.
0: Yeah. I was You consistent. had to have some
3: that's, facial that, hair. Safety.
0: Exactly. Facial yeah. hair. And Finger. long hair,
3: too. So, I was very long much. Hair. I, I've always been into long hair. Yes. Oh, that is. And that's okay. not only on white men. And like brown and sandy. so. Yeah.
4: I love long hair, too. I love a man who can sing. And I also love a man who can dance. Because not many of yes. them can. A not many man of them can. can. Although,
3: dance. if a man who can dance means either Latin or African, I'm not doing any boogie. <laughs> what, boogie? <laughs> what are you talking what about? Boogie? I don't know, but the white men can dance. I'm like, what does that really mean?
0: <laughs> okay. I just mean
3: <laughs> I just mean people What's who can dance thing? in general.
4: And you're right, people of color who can tend dance. to dance better than white people. If that's controversial, <laughs> sorry.
0: These are the facts. but it's just part Deadline of our culture. Amanda Miller <laughs> said that people of
4: color can, can dance. I dance better. <laughs> I just mean it's it's part of it's in like inherently part of our culture to like if you move your body earlier in life like you're just more comfortable with it and I, yeah. I have a lot of white friends that are scared to move their bodies yeah. I feel like just and like so, out in public yeah just out in public and they have to have they they need to they they need be, to lose be given they permission yeah. you know I do have a Jason Mraz story and it's going to take a very quick amount of time I want to hear it but um <laughs> I went, we went to a predominantly white all girls school. In the south, and so I was like on this birthday party where they took like a I'm t- I'm telling you a bus full of girls and boys to a farm. It was a get out situation that I was like, yeah, this is normal. I'm 12 and I'm going to a farm with a bunch of white people. Who's to say? It and there was only one other black. There was only one black boy there, and there were two black girls. It was me and my friend, and um. They, there was like a dance portion of the day. There was like a lake portion and a hoedown portion. And then it was slow dance. I'm Yours by Jason Mraz comes on. And the only black boy there, I will not say his name.
3: Even though he knows who he is. Even yeah. though he knows
4: who he is. <laughs> came up, to, like I saw him walking towards me. And so I turned my back so that he would have to tap me on the shoulder. <laughs> wow. Like, uh, this is oh, this tells so much about me. my per- personality, like I think. Power. But I turned my back so that he had to tap me on the shoulder. I turned around and was like, yes. And he was like, do you want to dance? And I was like, okay. And so we danced to I'm Yours by Jason Mraz. Oh, it happened. And, really and I nice. thought Lovely. that it was very, uh, I thought I was like so cool. And then the next slow dance came on and he asked the other black girl to dance with him. Oh, was so At I was least like, he was there
0: for the black woman. <laughs> That's true, but- I mean... He was making his rounds. He was... It's too- complex. I think... Okay, <laughs> yes, he was there for the black woman, but he was there for all three of the black women at, a, like, a 16 white women party. But that's... Girls. Saying more
3: than a lot of people in LA. You're,
4: it's, you're you're right. You're right, and it's a different type of per. It's a different type of. You're person. right. It's a different type of because because if I go into I'm a situation, the, you got to be com- fair. I if I go comparison, if I go into okay, a situation okay. where there's a black boy and I'm the only black girl and we're the only black people there, and he ignores me, That's I'm like, rude. okay, so I understand who who yes. you are.
0: Right. Right.
1: How did we so get he, on this?
0: Because so this baby boy. Cause, cause let's, let's remember that, mind you, everyone, you guys were in Detroit, but this baby boy wanted to make sure all the black girls got it. Got Gutterdick. I see that now. And, now. Yeah. Like, and, and we were friends. We, we had a
4: like right. texting relationship. I'm just. I can't. I'm embarrassed. Oh. <laughs> it was a very small school, so like anyone who sees this, knows exactly. <laughs> we're talking about exactly the birthday. <laughs> exactly. What, like,
0: No, it's okay goodness sweet one <laughs> um we see you and we understand you
3: we appreciate you thank
0: you
3: thanks <laughs> for the dance <laughs> thanks for the dance uh-huh. Uh-huh. Amanda Lane Miller ungrateful to black men oh <laughs>
4: Get a head start on summer with Peloton
2: at OnePeloton.com.
4: Since we're on the topic of being black versus being white. Go ahead. <laughs> Get into it. The race war. I just want to bring up. <laughs> we're listening. I just want to bring up into the space. Like, what have you ever felt judged by anybody for something that you like? Like, for example, anime.
3: Uh, Jason Moraz.
4: Okay, <laughs> and you see how this
0: was a safe space. Okay, yeah, it, 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 it was a safe space. And we, it was.
4: We did encroach that. Um,
3: comment below if you think Jason Mraz is hot.
4: He's not not hot. I just it was comment random to me. I was a
3: thirteen-year-old girl.
4: Exactly. Like it's okay. I can think searching of, for it meaning It came Very out of the left field. It came out of left
3: field. Who was your singer-songwriter of the decade? Of Of the decade? decade? Okay. Of the time.
0: Caucasian? Because I have a list. Wait, is why I'm saying you can't be embarrassed. Yeah, who's your
3: list? Let me see your list. list. At least mine had a hit.
4: Amber, (laughs) I don't know if you have a list because it's singer-songwriter. It's not like people Uh, like the Jonas Brothers. I mean, I guess the Jonas Brothers did write their.
0: They did write. Of the decade.
4: Like a white man who has a guitar.
0: Like, There's not that many.
4: It really was. But you wouldn't have a crush on him. A crush on Ed Oh, this is news to me. See,
0: okay. Yeah, I had a crush on Ed I really this liked. Space.
4: I loved Thank Plus. You. Plus, for me, my <laughs> timeline of listening <laughs> to I'm things amazing. that year of 2012, plus. it was Plus. plus. It was his first album. Insurance yeah. uh, Plus. It had a team on it. I don't know um, any of his songs. In the class, A-Team, stuck, stuck in her day daydreams. daydreams. Been this
0: way
3: since It plays as, soon as It, it used to play as soon as you
0: plugged in your phone into the newer. Joy missed A-team. You didn't know what A-team was at all? I
3: could not tell you what it is, Joy missed A-team. It's okay, Joy. Let's move (laughs) past it. (laughs) I was listening
0: to
4: Ed Sheeran's Plus, then Bastille, while I was writing my five-paragraph essays on Sundays, and then Take Me Home. One
0: Direction. Oh, let me just go back, because I also want to say some names. Ed Sheeran, (laughs) other than Ed Sheeran, it was... I did listen to Twenty One Pilots. Man, I listened to Twenty One. Oh, I,
4: and tw- yeah, mm-hmm. um, but yeah. that was that was senior like that. year. That Don't was like senior like year. That.
0: We were caught...
4: talk about white we Christian
0: were in bands. <laughs> Joy. What, what, were we to do? They no, my my
3: roommate was really into Twenty One.
4: Talk about white Christian bands. White
0: Christian bands. Reliant
4: like, K, Switchfoot. I had to listen to Twenty One
3: Pilots. Black Square I think, in 2020. Uh, I think one of their lyrics is like, um, I like it's like talking about looking at their person when they're sleeping and they're like. I love the slits in your eyes. <laughs> I don't even
0: know what that line is. What is that line? Is, is that there? the one that starts with
3: the... <laughs>
0: uh,
2: stressed out.
0: <laughs> Amber, that's not no. the subject of that song. I know, that's the only one.
3: I, I was just so like, not you making an allusion to true. cutting... To say it's romantic when you look at me sleeping. You know what?
0: They did romanticize a lot of gross things. They, they,
3: Um, they, well, they sang about suicide a lot. lot. Exactly. That's why I'm like, why are
4: you.
0: Yes. My other white boy songwriter was another problematic man, Panic at the Disco, and that was only for one year.
3: He, that's not a singer songwriter. Oh, what about John Mayer? Let's go to the classic. We let's didn't. Talk about the we're classics. not a John, John Mayer Mayer's household. Okay, I'm not a John Mayer household either. But at least let's go to the classic. His head is huge. I Who about the singer songwriters? You guys have not named. We don't, a lot of singer songwriters. We weren't into
4: that's what I like. We're, we weren't into we were, singer songwriters. musicians. Babies. We were not into, we were, we, we, liked we, the we drank the Kool-Aid of the machines. Yeah, like, like they,
0: we were like, it's marketed towards the little girls in the South. And that was us. We
4: <laughs> have a show about it. I'm plugging it. Disney Vortex, all of April and May, if you're in LA at the Legion Theater.
0: But we also grew from the machine. April,
3: 2023. We are 2023.
4: Now, I would Tim like Burton. to talk about Tim Burton a little bit.
0: <laughs> talk about it.
4: Because Sally's dress is on the, the bed. Jordan is here. And oh. it is just important to me. That I never saw myself in Tim Burton things. And the first huge main character black woman is my dear friend, Joy.
0: That's a coincidence. That's. And coincidence is being on the right track. Like, that's insane. That's the
4: universe speaking.
0: Speaking. That's a strong coincidence.
4: I just feel like I was like, it was.
0: (laughs) (laughs) What is this accent that you do? (laughs) from tennessee it just comes out i don't know
4: coincidence or or fate Fate. because i
0: think there are synonyms
4: i think it ties into fandoms that you might not expect black people to be into Mm -hmm. slash black women to be into Mm -hmm. but like we love weird shit like you Give it up! It. Give it up for the alt black girls.
3: Right? I you honestly, want to see yourself. I will say that I was so pleasantly surprised at the reception that I got in the black community, and not even just amongst fandoms, but just generally across the board. I'm so grateful for how wide the audience was. Um, but it has been really lovely to, you know, it feels big headed to be like to be uh, something that black girls can look to. Yeah. But it is, but, but not it, it's because there's such a dearth of it, like. It is That's what happens. So that's that's really cool. Mm -hmm. Yeah,
4: yeah. Eloquent. It's great. (laughs) It's showing, like, a wave of our generation of, like, weird black girls coming into these roles. Like, making stories for themselves. Like, being in a Tim Burton thing. Like, we are weird. Like, I was listening to a Rico Nasty song, and she Mm. literally... Name drops Invader Zim and in, and Hannah Montana in the same line, <laughs> and I was like, yeah. "Where's this been? Where's this been all my life?" Yeah. Like I, that's who I was when I was thirteen. And I didn't have yeah. community yeah. to like talk to it about because if I yeah. went, I went to an Invader Zim convention, it was all like old white people there, yeah. like and or, or or like I would talk to the black people at school, and they'd be like, "What? I mean, Amanda- yeah, they're like, like <laughs> stop."
3: You know what? That's really helping me think, like, what else would I want to see out of Black characters in this kind of fantasy or sci-fi space? Because I find Bianca to be quite a sobering character, Mm -hmm. you know, in her mythology. Obviously, we don't know too much about her yet, but she is quite, you know, a heavy character. Yeah. Yeah. I would love to see, I mean, not that she can't be that, but... Of any kind of character, just, you know, one with some more levity and, Mm. you know, with more fun and zaniness Mm -hmm. because she does exist pretty normally in that world. Yeah. She just happens to be part of this fantastical universe.
0: Yeah.
3: Um, So I'd love to see more characters like that, like an Invader Zim type character that's just like out there because there does need to be that space. I mean, let me ask y'all a question. Mm. How did you find making a space for yourself to be weird and to be in the outlier like even though you didn't have something to look at and even just as part of the bigger conversation about representation why do you think it's important specifically to have black women characters to represent because at the end of the day it's not you know materially changing things Mm -hmm. in the world
0: or do you feel like it is
3: i think honestly
0: for me it was an accident i think that i became so obsessed with these different things that i I clinged on to Mm -hmm kind of before i realized that i wasn't being represented or that i realized like the the way i was being represented or being um like like perceived by my peers mm-hmm. it it was after the fact when i started to hear comments or when i got on tumblr and started reading all these articles about like black representation and all that stuff mm-hmm. then i was like oh mm-hmm. and i was like that's why there's kind of a miss um there's a there's, there's like a gap. Yeah, there's a gap of like oh I love this so much but I don't know what is missing and I realized it after I was already obsessed with it. As I got older I loved like coming into my blackness, like mm-hmm. being able to embrace all
4: parts of me. Like I felt like I wasn't able to do either when I was like back home in Memphis at this like very conservative, restricting place. I had to like kind of be normal in both ways. Like I had to be normal in terms of like white society, which was like this version of like a straight white girl, but then even among black Southern people, I had to be a normal black girl. Mm -hmm. And so it was, it wasn't until I moved to LA and like, I started becoming like, like embracing my blackness and embracing my queerness that I was like, okay, I'm very weird. Yeah. And I want to see, I, I don't know. I don't know. Like I, my taste doesn't quite line up with what's already out there. And if it does, it's like, a bunch of white people that don't really like understand that there are black people that have these tastes. Mm-hmm. And so I do think it they, that it has tangible effects. Mm-hmm. To listen to Rico Nasty talk about Invader Zim in and Montana and see that she's like, I think she's insanely cool. And she like can rap really well and dance really well and sing and like be this like, bad bitch but
0: also she's so weird
4: mm-hmm. and i'm like
0: or like like this white nerdy like concept same with meg the styling. same with meg mm-hmm. who loves anime same with doja cat Do-chi, like doji judy b jones in her song same that, with, that was amazing to me lil nas <laughs>
4: like i think it does have it tangible change because it revolutionizes the way we see ourselves mm-hmm. and then it revolutionizes what we think we can do yeah yeah
0: the yeah, releases or what you can
4: well. say out loud. That's really even. important. Releases yeah. boundaries, yeah. Mm-hmm. releases, and mm-hmm. like lets you, I mean, with me and Amber, like we've just started kind of like living out loud mm-hmm. in this past year with Fangirl Central. Like traditionally it's stuff that we would just say to each other mm-hmm. and sometimes our close friends. Mm-hmm. And then people would be like, I mean, Amanda, I didn't expect you to say all that about the Jonas Brothers. Not that the Jonas Brothers are weird, but like but just like cer- certain things yeah. that- like, I don't talk about Invader Zim in public. Yeah. <laughs> I used to not, but now I'm like, here I,
0: here it is. Like, right. this is all part of me. Like, you don't need to know the details or, like, how many, like, fandom paraphernalia boxes I ha- I traveled across the country with. I now can- I will. I'll proudly tell everybody.
3: I really wish that I had something that I was so passionately a fan of. actually recently met somebody who's an avid collector. Alice in Wonderland memorabilia and has Alice in Wonderland, like, in a tower and on his property, like,
2: 174
3: Mm -hmm. translations of Alice in Wonderland. wow. And I really, I just love the collection of it. And I hope that fandoms, and especially Black fandoms, can really begin to create this space and history and legacy of things like so with Black characters. Mm -hmm. Because that's what, you know, Mm -hmm. is important for progeny. Yeah. Yeah.
4: Have you been lurking in fandom spaces? And if you have for Wednesday, Mm -hmm. is there anything you would like to... Touch on, elaborate, bring to light, say to the fans directly?
3: To the Wednesday fans directly. I think we can always do a lot more to support um characters of color, mm-hmm. black characters and queer characters. Mm-hmm. And I think that does happen in the fandom, at least for queer characters, but I'm not sure how much it does for black characters. Yes. Um and in general with fandoms, right? Um, yeah. Maybe even um, Caleb McLaughlin also spoke about this with Stranger Things. There's not a lot of visibility yeah. that these black actors in this sci-fi or fantasy space, there's not a lot of attention that they get. Moses Ingram has talked about it. I'm sure a lot of the Marvel actors feel the same. John Boyega. Mm-hmm. A lot of people you know, struggle with it and being in these majority white properties.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: I think that's something fandoms generally can do more to be aware of. Um, especially if we say we care about, you know, these social movements, I think it it means a lot to also care about the stories that are being told about the people that you supposedly care for.
0: Yeah, that's right. Very
4: well said. Oh my goodness. Very well spoken. Well,
3: that was Joy Sunday. Also, I love you. Ah, mm-hmm. and
4: they love you, Joy, and we love you. And
0: we love you. Love you guys.
4: Oh, my goodness. For me. Thank you so much for being yeah. on. This was amazing.
0: This was feeling wholesome. I love a circle. Yeah. Thank you all for listening and watching. Trying. Trying. Bye-bye.
2: Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen,